Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of the Determined Mom Show. I have the amazing Christy Cooper here, and she is the owner of Cooper and Hart Creative. We are going to talk today about design mistakes that you might be making on your website. This is really important stuff, so I'm very excited that you're here to share with us. I'm excited to be here. So tell us about you and how you got started in designing websites. I'm one of those rare people who started in a career and kind of stayed in it like forever. I didn't change. So I started in design when I was 17. And so I've been a designer for 23 years now, maybe longer. I'm older than that. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> I started in print design, graphic design. I went to university for it. I have a degree. I worked at a design agency for a long time. So that's where I started to do more website design in conjunction with branding and stuff like that. And then I started my own business in 2017 on the side of my job, just getting going and started. And it just really expanded. And I started learning a whole bunch in the online marketing space. And it just went from there. I taught myself how to build websites because before I was designing websites, but not building them. And then I was like, now I'm designing and building them. And it just grew from there. So it's been fun. That's awesome. <laughs> you are a rare bird, especially on this show. Yeah. Everybody has that like story of, and I was just on one of my other podcast recordings today, we were talking about that. Like almost every guest has like that. I was doing this, but now I'm doing that. Like totally different careers, but I love that you're one of the few that has stuck it out and had that same interest all of this time. I think it's amazing. Uh, it's, it is, it's really rare nowadays. And I think that's pretty normal. Like it's normal to start in some things and like, maybe you just haven't found your thing yet. I guess I just early on just really just became really fascinated with design. So I just I love it. I love that you've been steady and strong in that one field. I think it's amazing. It's always been like a desire of mine to have a stable like one interest, but my brain does not allow it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, that looks interesting. Well, what about that? But this would be really cool right now. So yeah. 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 As far as as far as work goes. It's always been kind of design oriented, but my other interests have changed over the years. So I think I just had other outlets for that's trying true. new things. That's probably very true. Very true. I don't have a lot of outlets. I just, I love work and all of those things. So most of my energy goes to either that or the family and that's it. So yes, family yeah. takes a lot. That's awesome. So let's talk about what are those mistakes that we might be making when we're making our website or having someone make it for us or whatever that case might be. So I see a lot of like people who are trying to do their own website or they hire someone who doesn't really know a whole lot about it, but they can build it. I see one of the mistakes that I really see is wasting that hero area on the homepage. So when people first land on your website, I see this so much. There's like a pretty picture or it says, welcome to so-and-so's name site. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it's a missed opportunity to like talk to people about what you do and hook them in and say, oh, I'm in the right place. I want to read more. What else do you do? Like, how can you help me? And so that's just a big mistake. Put a headline there that just speaks to what you do and who you help, something about the results that you offer. Just really try to speak to your people and draw them in as soon as possible because we have short attention span. That's a good one. Very short attention spans, according to some of those bounce rates that we see, right? <laughs> yes. That, 
that's the website. Nope, that's not it. And then they leave. Yeah. Split second decision. They're not going to scroll down and read your about you section. They're just, they want to know as quickly as possible. That's great. So the things that we maybe we should include in that would be who we are and how we help people. So an example, like a really straightforward example I've done recently, it's I did a website for a finance planner and his, he has a very specific niche. And so his says financial planning for Twitch and YouTube creators. It's super clear, super specific, maybe not super catchy or clever, but it is really clear what he does and who he helps, right? Like it's just super obvious. And then he has some follow-up copy and then a nice call to action button that just for people who are just ready to jump on the ball, like you always want to get that call to action there too. That's great. And then that really eliminates people like going there, like meandering there. I need a financial planner. Or they're like a teacher or something. That's not the right person for you. Or if you are like a Twitch creator and you stumble on that site, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect person for me. Yes. Versus the like, general financial planners like i help people plan their finances like it's not as specific so he had an advantage because he has a very specific niche so it does depend on your business and stuff but you do want to speak to what you do and who you help in that first section and give them a call to action to learn more okay i love it i love it so what else what else are we gonna avoid what other mistakes are we gonna avoid making so that our websites are all fabulous Yes. So another mistake that I see a lot is making it difficult for people to contact you or take that next step with you. So make it easy for people to contact you. Like I've been to several websites where I'm like, how do I contact this person? <laughs> like, where is it? Where is it? It's hiding. It's a mystery. If so, you if you get yeah, if yeah. you find it, you get to be a client, right? No. So like sometimes like that. I'm like, why are you making it so hard? So make sure it's really clear. So whether you have a contact form or book a call or make an appointment, whatever your contact method is, make it really obvious. Like that's usually your primary action goal on your site. Make it really obvious in your navigation. Usually you want that furthest right link in your navigation to be that action that you want people to take on your site, that's a really good way to do it. But also, when you're talking about what you offer, put that link button right there too. Don't make people scroll back to the top of your website to find your contact information or scroll to the bottom. If you're like, hey, I offer this amazing thing and you talk a little bit about it, put the button right there so they can take that next step right away. So they're not having to scroll it and also you could possibly lose their attention if something else catches their eye like on the way back up exactly like, yeah who knows where they might go they might go to someone else's website or who knows what it is awesome it's it's super important and you want to catch people in the moment that they're like oh yes i think i want to learn more i want to take that in step. Awesome. that's another mistake that i see it's just not making that clear and obvious and easy let's see here what else do I see related to that is a website that's not structured around whatever that primary action that you want people to take. If you're like a consultant, you want people to probably contact you, book a call or submit an application, whatever your process is. And you really want to structure your site pages and content around leading people to that call to action versus just like using your website as like a dumping ground for all of the information about everything you do. You really want to inspire people 
to take action or if you want them to book an appointment, right? You want to make sure what you want to make sure it's really clear in the navigation, but you also want to make sure that the information that you're giving them is really focused at leading them to book that appointment. That's a good, very good point, because I think a lot of times we'll put multiple calls to action or multiple like you could call me or you could book a call or you could email me or you could like Facebook message me or you could fill out our contact form or you could chat with us. Is that too much? It could be like it depends on how you have it structured. You don't want to what you want to avoid is being like book a call with me and then join my email list and then sign up for this workshop and then do this and then do this like really different types of call to actions that they're really doing something different for each one. Versus a contact you one, you probably do want a couple of different ways for people to contact you. On mine, I emphasize book a call with me through my appointment scheduler, but I also put my email address for those people who are like, I just want to email you or they have another inquiry or something like that. And I think and if you're like a local business, you want your phone number on there, right? You want to list your phone number so it's really clear that people can call you. And you probably wouldn't give them another way to contact you, email, contact form, something like that. Because like, I'm the person who doesn't like to call local businesses. I like to send them a message. <laughs> so I think it can be beneficial to have a couple of different ways. But you also, like you were saying, you don't want to overwhelm them either. Like, here's a chat box and then here's a contact form and here's email and here's a call thing. And like, too many ways can you just feel like, oh my gosh, there's too many options. I don't know what to do. What is the best one? And then if you close one, then you have like, remorse oh no should I have really taken the time to look at that or at least I do that like on a website like I'm like looking for something specific and then something will pop up and then I'll click it and then I'm like oh wait what if I wanted it's gone (laughs) oh that's just me and my anxiety probably but I like the pop-up forms sometimes you feel like I was trying to read something so I closed the pop-up but then I'm like there's something on there that caught my attention but I already closed it oh darn no it is nice if you include that. It's usually like an email opt-in. If you include that somewhere else on the site, like towards the footer or something like that. So people who miss the pop-up can still find it. Awesome. That's good. That's a very good tip. Awesome. Anything else that we are missing that could be affecting our website? So more on the visual side is making sure your website just looks professional and put together because we read a study one time but there's people really do judge a website by how it looks before they get to like really reading what's on it and you really want to establish trust and credibility so you just want to make sure that your site makes sense and it looks like it doesn't have to be fancy but you want it to be simple and clean and clear and look like a legitimate business versus something you let your nine-year-old put together or something my favorite is when they have the font from like the 90s and like the gray background with the black words oh my goodness that drives me insane it's a windows box like the windows xp or whatever that box used to come up and it had the words on it of what you're supposed to do yes oh my god that's what it reminds me of i've seen some pretty dated looking sites like that's an also thing you want to avoid is looking really dated because it looks like like are you still in business or or go out of business in 98? I, I can't tell. I was like, have, are you still in business? Uh, do you still care about your business? Because I feel like that presentation that you put out there with your website, your branding and everything, it reflects 
how you, much you care about your people and who you're serving. If you put some intention into making sure you have a professional presentation, it really does convey that you're like, you're serious and you're not just, I put a sign up 10 years ago and it's still fine. That makes sense. It goes a long way towards that. It's your image, really. Like you said earlier, you're yeah. branding your image, all of those things. It's super valuable. So you want to avoid like a bunch of different fonts, a bunch of different colors, a bunch of different background images. If you're not a designer, just keep it simple and clean and somewhat updated looking so it doesn't you know, turn people off right away. Awesome. I love it. <clears throat> Do you have any other tips that you see as you're... Especially you're probably yeah. rebuilding websites more than when you're building them because building them, you're starting from scratch. But when you're starting from scratch. So another big thing is copy, like your text on your site is not doing big blocks and big paragraphs of copy because back to the short attention span, nobody reads it. We just skim the page looking for the information that we're looking for. And we take in like headlines and call-outs and things like that. We don't sit down and read three paragraphs of your about you story or stuff like that. So you want to break it up. You really want to edit down your copy first, only talk about what you need to talk about, and then break it up into different lines. I almost never do like traditional paragraphs on sites anymore. Occasionally there's three sentences that are a paragraph, but usually I'm almost always breaking like one or two sentences is it. And then there's a return just to help people and you see this in emails too. It just helps people skim it and then they'll stop and read if something catches their attention, but they almost never read the whole thing. But it does allow, you're right, it's a visual cue. It just gives you enough information that like you can pick out a couple words and say, okay, I don't need to read that sentence or I do need to read this sentence and I want to read all of them now. You really want to design your pages to be for those people who are just skimming so that they can take in enough information when they're skimming the page versus reading everything word to word. There are some people who do read mm -hmm. like dedicated read pages, but most people don't. So you want both, like you want both there for the people who do want more information, but you really want to aim it at people who are just skimming and scanning for information how they go through your site. And that brings up a good point. Do you feel like targeting a specific generation is important because when you said there's some people that read it I can imagine like some of my older friends like that are in their like 60s 70s like sitting there and reading every page of <laughs> something because they want to know <laughs> about it and then I can imagine like my nieces and nephew like just like barely even reading anything and just like clicking one thing and that's it. I think there can be some generation differences there as far as like older generations were more accustomed to reading like well, newspaper articles and magazine articles. And like nowadays we don't really do that. Whereas younger generations are like so social media inundated that they just really read a line and that's it. But I also think it's personality based too. So people who are a little more analytical and detail oriented will tend to read more versus people who are just like moving on to the next thing on their list. That's interesting. So now you have to know the personality and the age of your <laughs> ideal client. No, I'm just kidding. You have to have an idea, of course, but but you, don't you want some sort of idea. And that's why we do write more copy than maybe what everybody reads, just because there are those that do want more information and do read it. And how important is 
virtual aesthetic or visual aesthetic, I'm sorry, how important is visual aesthetic versus copy on a website at this day and age? I think they're pretty equal, in my opinion. They very much work together. You can have great copy, but if your site design isn't up to date and it's just like blocks of copy, nobody's going to read it, no one's going to take it in. You have a pretty site or pretty pictures, but like your messaging is all off. That's also not going to work. I think they're pretty, I feel like they're 50 50 as far as you know, the impact that they have. So you really want them to be both pretty good to to have an effective site. Awesome. What are your typical clients? Like who do you normally work with? Do you have a particular industry or niche? Or are you just or a general website designer? So I work primarily with a lot of solopreneurs and, bus- and businesses with small teams. So coaches, consultants, service providers, both online service providers and local service providers. Those are typically my main clients. I'm capable of designing for anyone, but that's who I primarily serve. And you probably have a passion for that. And there's a personality that goes along with that. And if you get along with those types of people, then it makes sense to to stick with that. I love serving that that kind of client. At the design agency, my, my old job, we serve like large companies and corporations and that's just sort of a little less inspiring to work on a tire technology company who's looking at their bottom line versus a consultant who just really cares about their people and wants to have a bigger impact. There's such a big yeah. difference in, in working for those different types of businesses. And the feel of the website, the intention, all of that's there too. It's yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. So do you have any last advice for us when we're going to build our website anything like oh my gosh do not do that i feel like i shouldn't need to say this but always check your mobile view like sometimes people forget and the mobile view of a website just is it's a poor experience and you just can't ignore that nowadays menus and words cut off and images in the last place there's a lot that can go wrong there Awesome. Very good. Where can people get into contact with you? Where's the best place to find you if you hang out online or your website or wherever is the best place? If you want to follow me, I'm over on Instagram at Cooper and Heart. And then my website is cooperandheart.com. Awesome. Very cool. If you are looking for a website and you need some help with it, definitely reach out to Christy. She can help you with that. And she will help you to get started and get everything that you need to do done. And have a beautiful website. Beautiful and effective. <laughs> effective too. That's good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. There's that copy part, the 50-50, right? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Christy, for being here. I appreciate you sharing all of this amazing wisdom with us and helping us to make our websites better. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you. Let's face it, piecing together a marketing plan with the things you hear, watch, or read online while tempting is never a good idea. The truth is people don't search on social media for your services. And even if they do, they will still be going to Google to check your rating. By not having a cohesive, proven marketing system, you are leaking clients and customers through giant holes in your customer acquisition bucket. Let's talk about what else isn't working. Posting tirelessly on social media, tracking followers as a business metric for success, paying for ineffective marketing, buying glossy ads in Tucson Magazine, spending time replying to comments, 
paying others to manage your social media with no actual sales coming in. So what is going to work? Having a proven marketing system in place will plug every hole in your bucket and allows you to begin to fill up with new customers and to also retain and nurture your current ones. Go to tdm-marketing forward slash six dash marketing dash musts and download our free guide to six marketing musts guaranteed to get you more customers.